Hello everyone, welcome to the latest episode of the Foodie Call podcast. I'm your host Adi and today we have two new guests joining us for the podcast. Hello, I'm Shivam. I'm I've been following Barcelona since 10 years, been a Barcelona fan since 10 years, I think. Correct time to be a Barcelona fan, I think because uh, it was their first uh not treble winning but I think sextuple winning season since 2008-9. And afterwards, following it, admiring the game style. And yes, Messi being a huge factor of it. And loving football as a whole since then. Watching, following their every match. And yeah, being a part of football community since 10 to 15 years. Hello, this is Akash. Uh, yeah, it all started uh, watching from about Messi. Then started uh, watching La Liga. At first, it was a bit boring as I did not know much about football and its tactics. But uh, watching him play like the likes of Iniesta, Zavi made me realize that football is not about just triple step over and making a process. But uh, yes, and then I fall into much more into Barca as a killer. Uh, yes, uh, and the start, it started from 2015, I guess. Yes, sure. So as you can guess, we have two Barcelona fans on our podcast today. <laughs> so the topic of discussion today would be Barcelona and the demise of such a super club. <laughs> and I can relate, guys. I'm a Manchester United fan. Yeah, so, you have to uh, right now. <laughs> you are suffering yeah. from the same situation right now. Yeah, but definitely we are, don't have a 1.3 billion debt like you guys do. So uh, yeah, that, that is hurt a lot. A plus let's, point. let's check on that now. Yeah, surely. So yeah, so the I'll just move on to the first question. So when would you say that the mishandling of finances started? So I'll start with you, Shivam. Yeah. So for me, I feel that um, them it might have started since 2015, 2015, 16, but majorly uh, which came into light was around I think when Neymar departed, if I'm not wrong, because for me. Yeah. Uh, the huge thing was when Neymar department uh, departed, Barcelona nearly got around two fifty million for his departure. It's like two twenty million for uh, two twenty million plus add-ons, if I'm not wrong. And after that, Barcelona yeah. just took two players out of that money, like Philippe Coutinho for one fifty million and Dembele, Usman Dembele for one twenty million. I think those two signings, that's where it all started. Plus, um, the salary cap that Barcelona is keeping right now. If you know the captains of Barcelona, they are trying to reduce it. But uh, Sergio Busquets is not on the same terms as the president is right now to just reduce it. So, president is okay. Like, okay, no, no, he's our captain. So, not. So let's not reduce it. But somewhere I feel when that both players departed and then we made that two those two signings, which were, I think Dembele somehow is working right now. But Philippe Coutinho, I don't think he contributed that much. But still, his salary was very high. And then came, I think, after 2019-20, uh, so 18-19 season, when that uh, famous Liverpool comeback happened on Barcelona. After that, Barcelona was so eager to star, uh, sign a big star again. Even having Messi and Suarez in their front line. Again, uh, Antoine Griezmann was there, if I'm not wrong. And he was signed again for 120 million. So I think this all things and plus the salaries. I I still remember in 2017-18 season where Barcelona didn't perform well in Champions League. They won La Liga, but for me it was not 
वॉट वी कैन से अ परफेक्ट विन लाइक हाउ बार्सोलोना विन्स बाय कीपिंग द बॉल पोजिशन द स्टाइल वॉज वेरी डिफरेंट सो इट वॉज नॉट अ परफेक्ट विन बट स्टिल आई रिमेंबर दैट द प्लेयर्स ऑफ बार्सोलोना हैड द हाइएस्ट सैलरीज अमॉन्ग एवरी क्लब इन द वर्ल्ड फुटबॉल क्लब इन द वर्ल्ड एंड इट वॉज शॉकिंग बिकॉज I never thought that okay yes they are they were really good players except I feel I feel Messi okay yeah he's the best but other than him literally nobody count contributed that much in that team and still they had the highest salary cap so I feel somewhere it started from there the financial debacle and now it's still going on and they didn't handle the salaries also well so let's see what happens now what about you Akash yeah for me that might be 2015 when the club had achieved that dominance like winning champions league and ha- having ample amount of money in their hands that they can sign anyone around the world uh, thanks to their generational brilliant footballers in their youth academy because they u- use them more oftenly rather than signing any stars uh, stars around and then came mr bartemu having merely not no knowledge about football or its business how it works he sacked the sporting director who signed uh, like his name was maybe zack he signed neymar or suarez then in his tenure he totally sacked uh, about five sporting directors i guess and yeah the main factor would be uh, the dodgy signings like the dembele coutinho uh, as him said griezmann too though they are pretty much good players but at the time of dembele it was not situation to pay that much of amount because a player who had just risen up and having a good one good season doesn't make him to pay a huge amount and and additional to that the wages the uh, all the likes of umtiti longley franky and bradwith oh, actually and at the end we don't need those those players too uh, i can understand about franky deong he was to he was a main focus uh, focus of the club but yes again the wages were was extremely difficult to handle and the cherry cherry on the cake was the pandemic it was the main uh, another main thing for its losses then financial suffering from uh, like despite reaching the revenues over billion the uh, the club still paying wages about its total revenue uh, if we can say around more more than 100% were going into wages the salary cap and as we know la liga has a uh, strict uh, financial financial fair play wages, so yeah yeah fair, these are the main steps which i think Uh, led Barcelona to their financial. No, but I want crisis. to add one point. So as he said that okay, Dembele, the Dembele signing. If you remember the sixteen seventeen uh, season of Champions League, Mbappe like uh, the the famous match of Monaco versus uh, Manchester City where Monaco just came back, right? They just uh, made City. Uh, I think City lost that game. So Mbappe was in the image. If Barcelona would have signed him and given him that much money. we would have understand but dembele was nowhere in picture like nowhere exactly uh, even in dortmund maybe three four matches he would have played well something like that but he was no, he, he was literally nowhere in picture so i was confused okay as a barcelona fan knowing the players history is also important does he suit the system 
first of all that time i think valverde was the coach so there was no system uh, ironically there was no system at that time i think i think you i think you are you know uh, underestimating or hating too much on uh, nestor valverde because i think he was apart from javi i think he was one of the better coaches that you have hired in the last few years yeah uh, See, in I'll... few years if we, if we are comparing to set and coman then yes definitely valverde is best no, among them but don't you think but we cannot like nestor valverde yes. at at when he came there were only two players honestly speaking like he he was not a coach who would bring best out of any player for example even if he loved ivan rakitic i don't think he brought best out of him right so the, but i think yeah. uh, nestor was a system coach more exactly. uh, he's not a man manager exactly. like uh, barcelona t- tend to usually have man managers who know yeah. the uh, tiki taka style of football that barcelona usually employ but uh, Yeah, Ernesto was a shift from that. He was more tactical rather than the man management, uh, you know, man manager that you guys usually no, hire. No, but even the man managers are tactical enough. Like for example, Pep or Xavi or the uh, for example, let's say Klopp. Okay, Jurgen Klopp is also a man manager, but he is also a tactician. He the gigant press that he always applies. I'm not saying that Ernesto Valverde was not a tactician. He was, but I don't know what were his tactics. To be very honest, I mean, I think he too much relied on somewhere above Messi and Ter Stegen. These were the two players where, uh, like, they were shining match after match, match after match. Nobody was taking more responsible responsibility else than this. These two, like, ex- for example, if uh, at that period during two thousand seventeen eighteen, if Messi or Ter Stegen were not playing a match, Barca would draw or lose for sure. it was never a case that they won right so i'm saying in that way okay he must be a tactician he he must know the box to box play i'm not saying that but as a style of play he didn't had any style of play like any I could, because i couldn't understand his sometimes formations also sometimes sometimes he would just go 442 or okay it may be because of the, the team that he was playing against maybe because of that but somewhere i feel that okay at that time if if barcelona would bring players that ernesto Val- valverde would have uh, liked in his own system that would be would have been much better because then maybe the champions league debacle won't be happening i don't know this is just an hypothetical case that i'm imagining but the financial thing yes the player signings which were not related to his system no for example coutinho coutinho was an uh, is an attacking midfielder he's number 10 but ernesto valverde used to play him in wing in, uh, as a winger maybe because messi uh, is an was a proper number 10 maybe because of that but coutinho was not used to play as a winger that's the reason that he failed much he was not getting the ball that much he was not getting touches at that time so i feel that was a failure too and dembele is injury injuries and in addition to that Coutinho was uh, injured for a long period of same time. As like, Dembele. I mean, same Dembele. as Dembele. Equal to Dembele. Same so, as Dembele. I don't get that point. Yeah, and uh, uh, again Griezmann, he's not suited to system again. There was no system as such again. So there was so much confusion going on. And plus, as Akash said, I think Bartomeu was the biggest factor. But uh, also, a pandemic it has hit all the clubs, not only Barcelona. Honestly, but somehow yep. the salary cap, I think it's the biggest issue that. that can be solved even right now so let's see so like akash mentioned about the la masia why don't you you know uh, like 
instead of buying such players like you like after Neymar left you could have just replaced a couple of players through La Masia brought in a couple of players through La Masia and then you know uh, just bought a couple of players and just saved a lot exactly, of money on exactly. Philippe Coutinho and Dembele exactly. that's well. what our point was like previously the Barcelona's tactics and the culture was to sign only strikers or the forwards and uh, in such rare cases the defenders like all the midfielders or the wingers they're all are the La Masia products and not the for not the foreign players around the world so in his tenure though that thing was pretty much missing i think like up and then apart from that to yes they they can build the core team like legitimately compete in uh, which can compete in few years uh, their thought process which i think was to uh, build the players or pick the players from around the world uh, to compete with Xavi, Iniesta or some big players in quick span of time so they might uh, sign Dembele Coutinho which which were world class like i won't say Dembele was not a good player or Coutinho was a wasn't a good player but they were but they were not actually fit to any system or they don't know how to use them like rather than uh, using some uh, home on players they were more keen on to sign foreign players like Xavi Nesta are not built within a spam of one or two or a couple of years right so they need a good pretty much good time to build themselves to adjust into systems so de- uh, developing players uh, which they lack pretty much and the charisma and style we graced to previous generations of Barcelona players yes uh, they require time like in not everyone can adjust that same system so the likes of Pedri, Gavi they are used to it because they have played together for a long period of time and they are they are yet to grow so these things does matter more maybe i think like the culture we, we yeah i think one thing that is that maybe <laughs> that time barcelona thought of going into a galactico form and they just thought that okay 250 millions we have got let's sign big players i think that's where it went wrong uh, if they had just you know believed in uh, la masia at least they as you said aditya i think at least they could have saved um, some money right they wouldn't have spent 120 plus 150 millions here and there and not buying Griezmann. I think that's where um, they suffered. They didn't trust their uh, La Masia players. There's also a reason why they didn't trust because the coach also wanted players, right? Like, for example, Ernesto Valverde, we never knew because he, max to max, he played, I think, two to three La Masia players. I think the best thing he has done is bringing on Ansu Fati. Honestly speaking, like, <laughs> that's the best thing that bringing that La Masia player was Ayan Sufati for me. And yeah, he could have, somehow the management could have saved so much more money than bringing, like, Real, for example, Real Madrid is known for bringing big players, right? That's why they're called Galacticos. They bring big players. But Barca doesn't have that identity. They ha- they were always, like, bringing players from La Masia and then, as Akash said, bringing strikers. For example, in 2008 9 or... Uh, Henry, they were like, Henry. they were strikers they, that they were brought from outside. They were not Barca system, but okay, strikers, they needed strikers always. And David Villa, for example, in 2010-11, he was not a La Masia product. He was from Valencia. They brought it from Valencia. So I think that's where they could have somehow constructed well. But yeah. 
but i think to uh, like what you're saying what you guys are saying regarding that they should have promoted from lama ci and not spend from you know on outside players but to that point if you think about it there are not a lot of great lama ci players that you guys have produced after 2010 yeah right like i can only think about pedro who was a good player who could step up and challenge for the first team uh, first team places yeah. but apart from that players like denis suarez uh, ibrahim afelai yeah. And players Alenia, like that, they are all yeah. they're just hit and miss. Yeah, yeah they they were never Munir, yeah, Munir yeah. They were never, you know, good enough to cement their places in the top eleven, starting eleven, or even in the bench. So I think Barcelona had to uh, buy players from outside because their own Lamasi and their own system was not producing a lot of stars. At but that then point there was time. one more solution to it, right? Don't bring two players only of so much of course. Bring four to five players then, like for example. Yeah, but I think you know at that time when Philip Coutinho was rumored to sign, I think in the summer of 2018 yeah. or 17, yeah, 17 I don't exactly remember. Yeah, yeah he joined in January. Yeah, exactly. But uh, in the summer, I think he should have joined in the summer. He would have just you know uh, had a preseason in his belt and everything, and he could have. I think he could have been a bit different, and he could have been a success as well. And injuries could have been avoided yeah. as well, but. Uh, you cannot you cannot control the transfers, transfers but yeah. i think going for coutinho was not the wrong no, no it, i'm decision. not saying it was the wrong decision no. it was never the wrong de- decision that's what i'm saying coutinho was a world class player that's why we brought it brought him right but i just yeah. feel that somewhere the price tag that he had 150 million was too much honestly speaking like 150 million for coutinho was too much at that time I think so. And even for Dembele, Dembele for sure, 120 million was never worth it at that time. No, not I mean, worth it. I think, I think Barcelona were a bit foolish in yeah. that regard because they were dealing with two of the most uh, skillful negotiators in the world in Liverpool and Dortmund. They know how to extract exactly. value for their players. I mean, just so imagine. I think the, you guys overpaid I'm like we have done yeah. on a lot of players, so I know what you are guys are going <laughs> so through. So are you going to but, do that? Uh, at least we have not spent 150 million on someone who scores against so us. So maybe 80 million then. I hope you could pay 100 million for Dion. Yeah, maybe 80 million. Then. See, we'll. I think we'll close out the deal on something around 60, 65 uh, million, and we'll be you know happily case, taking him. If this was the case, then the deal would would already have been closed. I think so, because. Uh, I think I have, to, yeah, the I first no bid idea. was about 60 yeah. million. First bid was about 60 I think million. they are just, you know, they are, I guess, 15 million apart on the valuation. United are 15 million shorter because Barcelona want to sell. They have sold the rights to their, uh, I think, media house for about 700 yeah. million, yeah. I guess. And they have but around do you 200 know, million do you know that, transfer uh, Yeah, but do you know that uh, that 200 million transfer budget? Still, we can't buy much of many of players. So the list goes like Lewandowski, like yeah, if, exactly. And if we buy, we cannot register yeah, them. exactly because the salary cap yeah. is going in negative. Uh, right. It's minus one forty four. Unless million. and until we offload uh, the players like Omtiti, Longley, or Mengiza, and all some of the first team players, uh, then like it's we have to cancel their contract. It's almost impossible exactly, because. The thing yeah. is, minus 144 yeah. million is... So, if, for example, if we are even having 200 million, right? Imagine 144 million going into it and having just 60 million. So, Barcelona is trying to even reduce that cap. So, it, that is also very I difficult. think you guys have put yourself in that situation yeah. by, you know, signing such players. Like, right now, if you talk about it, 
which club would be interested in umtiti nobody or even long leg i don't think so i have no. not seen any links any links to I, any you know between yeah. between any club i've seen one like leon was interested yeah. in him might be <laughs> yeah i, I think they were interested be in him destination for him because he's from leon, from leon yeah. as well so i think yes. they would because like his boyhood club Yeah, Lyon have a habit of signing back their old players. Like they signed Musa Dembele yeah, back on so, loan. They have signed Alex La- Lacazette as well. So probably they will save you guys and. So sign, maybe then uh, I think they well. should take Depay also. Then if they are interested in their boy. I have no idea why are you looking to sell Depay. He's a very. No, no. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. So the 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 basic reason, if I uh, if you tell that now right now. There is a rumor about Rafinha. I don't know if he's going to Arsenal because today they were saying that Rafinha might go to Arsenal, right? Or I don't think Arsenal will be signing him. <laughs> I don't know because they are already looking for Gabriel Jesus, and you know they, I they already have suffered from Nicola Pepe. Yeah. I don't think they will be brave enough to sign another. Okay, but if if they sign, until unless they get rid of Nicola yeah, Pepe, if if by any chance they sign Rafinha, right? Okay, now if they are not signing well and good, Rafinha would be here if we buy Rafinha, right? The places in strikers and wingers are too much. Now Dembele, I don't know is he leaving or not. Now Ansu Fati is also there. Now Xavi sometimes plays Gavi as a winger, so it's so much of confusion going on. Because and Ferran Torres, I don't know. Sometimes I feel okay. Ferran Torres is not a winger. Honestly, he 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 can't dribble. Like I have never seen him like go and dribble past any defenders. Okay, he he's very good at uh, linking the play and everything, but dribbling I don't know. Yes, his movements are yeah. Uh, really but good. dribbling, like, I don't know. One on one. One. He he. As a winger, you need to dribble past some players, and you just go go from one place to another. That Ferrant Torres can't can't do that. So I just feel okay. Depay Depay is more of a striker than a winger, and Xavi never plays him as a winger. So that's where I feel. No, I think he has he has he has you know shifted to a striker role for Netherlands as yeah. well. He plays as a striker for the national team as well. So I think he's uh, you know molded his uh, position to a striker. Yeah, role. exactly. So I think he would suit. He would suit the uh, system. I think he would play uh, similar to Aubameyang. I think he would. He no, could yeah, be Obama a successful given the chance. Yeah, Aubameyang is also there as a striker. Now Lewandowski will also come. So there is so much of things going on. That's why I feel that the I don't fun... think you guys need Lewandowski. It's just you know Lewandowski just wants to move and he's just using Barcelona. Yes, exactly. Maybe I agree because like. Uh, in my opinion, Lewandowski is a kind of uh, loophole we are uh, pull it, pulling it into. Uh, like we want to build a project uh, around some players. Like he is just a temporary solution for exactly. for our wounds. So But I would be happy. This doesn't make any even, sense. Even if he's a temporary signing, okay, I totally agree that he's a temporary signing. But he still puts ball back off the net. That's it. Like you want goals, okay? Aubameyang is a great striker, no doubt. But you want more goals right now because if you want to compete at a high level, may that be Champions League, La Liga, anything, you want a world class striker today. Anyway, now just see Real Madrid. Mm. Okay, Real Madrid as a team is fine, but when Karim Benzema comes in, that team is at different level, right? He makes whole of a difference. So if you say what was the biggest achievement of Barca this year, it was beating Real Madrid four nil because Benzema <laughs> was not there. So that's the difference. Somehow we have to make it if we want to have a competitive team. We have to have Lewandowski and a good defender right now. So let's But see. Like Akash mentioned, I think you guys should have targeted Lewandowski two three years. You know, uh, uh, in the in. 
2018 or 2019 you know back then when he was three years younger because now he yeah, he's you know, 34 31 or 32 like, i guess if yeah, we I, want I think goals we but... can find it in next season as a free rather than paying 50 millions or or something exactly that is also a point there and bayern would not look to sell bayern are also another club that you know you don't want to deal with yeah, because they, they are sign money for 50 million how cheaply yeah. they sign money for 40 to 50 millions right Or thirty millions. I don't know. That would be including including add-ons, but including uh, add-ons. I guess thirty. It's thirty-five. Yeah, thirty to thirty-five. Uh, plus some add-ons. That's so. That is. Yeah, Bayern is not a club to deal, but let's see if I just feel somehow to build a competitive team, you will need Lewandowski because yes, definitely you guys will also agree he will make a difference in goals, right? He is still a good striker. He strikes the ball really well right now. so i feel somewhere he can fit the competitive team but w- as akash and you mentioned you have to build a whole as whole team as a competitive like not just the striker like he mentioned that okay three to four players around three to four players for example pedri or gavi or uh, aro is there right now so let's see how how it goes forward but i think lewandowski is needed i don't know about rafinha if dembele leaves definitely rafinha is there should be should they should buy rafinha and the most important is they need a defender we can't now just trust on pk and umtiti and longley it's enough for three to four seasons we have to seen a lot of humiliation throughout now <laughs> i think you guys have uh, you guys will be registering andres christensen yeah so and kesa also you guys, you yeah so yeah uh, i think so but that's what registering is also going going to be tough as i said that and another two targets must be konde and kolevali not kolevali kolevali is okay but konde should come up like because there is a rumor nah, that javi uh, uh, can play uh, 3 4 3 formation in his next season so we already have two defenders yeah okay one is eric garcia maybe how i don't know how we are going to deal with it but um, yeah aro is good and if konde comes then the formation of 3 4 3 is good otherwise I don't know how are we going to survive them. Let's see. Midfielders, we have a lot of midfielders. I don't know why Barcelona is going behind Bernardo Silva now, and I don't think so. It's a feasible deal, to be very honest. Even if Frankie De Jong leaves to United, if he leaves, uh, what do you think, Ajit? Do you think Frankie <laughs> De Jong leaves? Will he come? I think he will because because United board they love a marketing signing. Yeah. they love a player who can sell shirts yeah. and frankie de jong is someone who will sell shirts so i don't think they'll look for bargain deals because there are a lot of options that united could have targeted but they're not so they're obviously looking at someone who can you know sell shirts coming from barcelona that is also a point like you know we have signed someone from barcelona usually is the other way yeah. around usually players for them the ultimate step is either barcelona or real madrid yeah. so you know united would want to get that as well that's true this has been a very fruitful discussion but uh, unfortunately we'll have to end the episode uh, right here we'll catch up with you guys on the next episode